This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. This is Double Tap Canada. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call or text us at 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet at Double Tap Canada. Find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, here with you this week. Uh, we've got Marka Falalalalalalo. <laughs> That's an energetic start, <laughs> if ever I had one. That's about all the energy you're getting for today. Is that it? Is that the energy level? Okay, fine. That's, uh, that's the extent of today. Sean Priest is here. Hello. Hello! Is that energetic <laughs> enough? Did that make up for it? I, I think that made up for it. I have to say, I, are we even on? Is this, is this thing on? <laughs> Just checking. Um, I can hear a thing at the beginning of the show there, you so I have no idea. You wanted to do idea. things a little bit differently, so this is what you have to deal with. <laughs> so so at 10 minutes before we start recording, I say to Mark, you know what, let's, let's, let's do something different this week. Let's use a different way of recording so that we can uh, all see each other at the same time and maybe put together a YouTube video at the end of it. <laughs> I mean, I say, you know, put together. I mean, we'll get somebody else to do that, right? I mean, we're all going to do it. Uh, but, you know, we could, we could have some fun with this. Uh, and, of course, that meant that Mark had to do all the technical stuff. The good news is I'm still doing everything normally, so... Yeah, that's right. Well, as long as you can hear me, that's the main thing. Can, we, can you hear me all right? I can. I mean, there's a little bit of a delay, but we'll survive that. Well, will we? Okay. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be brilliant. Keep listening. This was a terrible idea. Who came up with this? Mark. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's get into it then. Um, it's going to be one of those shows this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sean. Yes. Are you all right? This I'm feeling for you. Um, I know you were feeling around earlier today, um, and uh, you found a tree, I believe. Are you all right? Yeah. It's a new tree, I must, I must have guessed, right? It's, it just came out of nowhere, right? It, it jumped in front of me. I mean, who knew? I was I was walking the dog, and no, it's not a guide dog. And, it should you know, be. As dogs do, he wanted, he wanted to look at the tree and quickly ran towards it. Unfortunately, I didn't let go of the lead quick enough and also ran into the tree. So, uh, yeah, and as soon as I run into the tree and, you know, scar my face up, Mark says, you know what? Let's let's get you on camera. Great idea. Thank you. Perfect. Um, so just out of curiosity, were you guiding the dog? <laughs> <laughs> He's the yeah, guide no. human. <laughs> He's just a family dog. Uh. He's not a guide dog, but... Yeah, he keeps doing this to me. I don't think he likes me very much. He always walks me into a tree. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the rest of the humans around you then, isn't it? <laughs> you know, all have the same kind of approach. Um, but, you know, I will say, uh, the biggest issue you have is that you're going outside. That's the big, That's the first mistake you've exactly. made. Exactly. Exactly you know, I right. can tell Never you, I, leave the shed. I have done statistics on this. I have done research into this. I can categorically tell you, you are 100% less likely to walk into a tree indoors. Unless it's Christmas. Well, unless it's Christmas. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah exactly. Be, I, I was going to say, there are people that have foliage inside their homes. This so is true. So you'd never Tiny know. foliage. Yeah. Having not been to Sean's home, what he keeps inside. Oh, I have been at Sean's home. 
I can tell you, Sean's house. Oh, have you? Yes, it is a barren <laughs> uh, state of affairs indoors. Because, you know, there's not a lot going indoors. Um, and, you know, the shed is where he lives. The shed is where it's at, baby. You know, when Stephen yeah, visited exactly. me, we didn't have anywhere to sit. So Stephen had to sit That's on right. the floor. <laughs> no settees in my house. I'm against them. Which I will say was, was great because I had my KFC bucket um, <laughs> and I just sat on the floor, quite happy. I was just home from home course, for me. And of course, no room to sit in the shed. Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no. To get Tiny. work done together. No, the no, why would you mine. do that? Exactly. You know what I've just noticed, gentlemen, is that um, more importantly for Sean's benefit here, we have a, a document, guys, who are listening at home, uh, that you know kind of runs down what we're going to be talking about during the show. It helps us guide us. It's kind of like our guide human to the show. That's right, yeah. Um, and Stephen writes here, host Stephen Scott, Sean Priest. Literally, there are about seven different R's written down here, as if he's going to forget yeah. to emphasize the Priest and the la 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 It's written... Here in in print, it's it's. No, there's a reason for that. I, I get. I mean, I'm curious to know what your screen reader exactly. says when it hits that. It actually doesn't say. I mean, the afalalalalo is hilarious. Yes. Uh, the priest just says priest. It's quite funny. The priest just says spelling error. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, something look, fell on the keyboard on the R key. We we have got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, before I get into a couple of things, because uh, up top I wanted to talk about a new app I've been playing with and uh, some new hardware. I've got lots of stuff this week, guys. I've been buying ridiculous amounts of garbage from Amazon this week, um, so I'm going to talk about that um, and break things at the same time. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I got a text from Stephen. I was at the zoo on Saturday. Oof. I, I need to find this text because um, it was it was the funniest thing. Everybody that was with me, including the animals, were reading this, <laughs> and, and they were like, "Oh my god, this is a problem." A smart zoo. Um, where is this? It was Saturday. Um, it started like this: "Take my Amazon account away from me." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yeah, this was right. just to give you context. I'm standing outside in the cold, waiting to go see the baboons. Mm-hmm. Um, so very timely. Um, I said, "What now?" I wrote, and he goes, based on a YouTube video, I've bought a new teleprompter and a 10-inch field monitor, which will act as its display, letting me, blah, 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 blah. In fact, take YouTube away as well. Yeah, just take the law. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to have to add some parental controls to that setup of yours at home when it you're is, sleeping. It is ridiculous. I have a cupboard, which I my intention for this cupboard is to be a place to put a lot of equipment in. Uh, to use as a sort of a, a room, a rack room, if you like, where all my stuff can live. But unfortunately, right now, it is just full of Amazon boxes. That's all that's in it. It is just full of them. Uh, it is utterly ridiculous. Um, I could give all these boxes back to the Amazon. We could just have the Amazon rainforest be just a big Amazon box. I'm against trees. Well, what does your wife say about all this? <laughs> yeah, she's just as bad. Just before we started recording, I, I got a knock at the door, and there was another Amazon parcel, this time for her. Oh, so, you know, well. she can't say anything. Oh, She's just as bad. So I think the pair of us need to, uh, I don't know, we need to get back out there. Self-control. I know, I know. That's it is awful. Need. No, There's no self-control around here. Um, but, yeah, I did uh, I did want to mention up top, because I listened to this last night. I don't know if either of you caught the podcast. Tim Cook was talking to Kara Swisher on the New York Times podcast, Sway. I never miss an episode. And um, it was very, very interesting uh, to hear him talk about a lot of different things. It was mainly around privacy and and security, which is often Apple's um, big conversation for Apple at the moment. Indeed, it should be. Uh, But I was more interested in them talking about Apple Glass, potentially, 
and Apple Car. Uh, now, as you would expect, nothing was given away. So there was no great giveaway here of what was coming in uh, WWDC. Let me guess, and I haven't and I haven't heard the podcast. We're very interested in the augmented <laughs> exactly. reality space. Yeah. And uh and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be very, very interesting for us. And I love I love how the takeaway from that interview is that Steve that uh is that Tim Cook will likely not be at Apple for the next ten years. That's that's the big takeaway. That was the big takeaway. I yeah. know it's like that, that really wasn't the takeaway. And the takeaway was that he pretty much he didn't avoid the question about the Apple car. Uh he didn't give a definitive answer, but what he did say was when pressed on whether or not there would be software created by Apple or the actual car itself, the, the answer was, well, look, we're a company that focuses on hardware and software combined. So they're, they're building a car, right? That's the no, bottom line. They're building a car. It's a, a spaceship, car. guys. It's a spaceship. You can't take that away. Well, he said himself, it. he said, it's it's not a car. Of course you can. No. Well, that's what Apple do, right? I mean, you know, you, you, nobody sells macOS software for Windows, right? It doesn't work like that. They build the whole thing. Mm. They'll build the car, and the car, as he said, the car won't be a car. It will be a robot, which is true, right? It'll be a robot. It's not here's what I car. here's what I see, guys. You know what? what? We we have witnessed the creation of this vehicle already. <laughs> Their campus is a real working spaceship. Is it? The, and the, we'll eventually, that whole thing's going to lift off. It will eventually just lift off, start rotating, return home. <laughs> and it'll it'll float in I the air like a, a Marvel uh, helicarrier. <laughs> yes, and um, and it's been there the entire time in front of our eyes. Oh, it's clever. Well, look, look. They, they uh, said, I just want to get to the shops <laughs> on my own. I don't want a spaceship. As, as, <laughs> it'll come to you. It'll come to you, Stephen. As Mark said, and he's absolutely right. Because people took away whatever they wanted from this. You see different stories. When it comes to the car, it, he said, you know, um, automation is the core. And it's something we're very interested in. You know, and we look into lots of things. And then when it came to the glasses, he said, you know, AR is a core technology. And it's something we are looking into. So hmm. he, he says nothing, but he just says enough that someone can take away whatever they want to know. He does it so well. Hear. I know he does. He does a fantastic job. I loved the bit when he was talking about um, the Tesla. He was talking about Tesla and how Elon Musk had apparently offered him Tesla uh, for a tenth of its market value, uh, but apparently he never took a meeting with Elon Musk. And uh, Tim's response to that was, "Yes, I've never spoken to Elon Musk." And I thought, "What a brilliant line!" Which doesn't say anything, but says everything all him. at once. I love that. He's, he's good at that. Yeah. But no, interestingly, on the glass point, though, he doesn't say, and he never has, and of course he won't say the Apple Glass is coming. But what was more interesting was how he talked about augmented reality. Now we've heard so many rumours about virtual reality. I'm still not convinced Apple are going to make a virtual reality headset. No, I don't think no. they are. I really don't think they are. Yeah, I think augmented reality is where we're going with this. Um, maybe the maybe this little emoji with the glasses on that everyone's excited about, uh, this is the image that's being used to, to display the WWDC event. Everyone's all excited because the emojis have glasses on. Maybe it's a sign. It's a sign from above. It is a sign. It definitely is a sign. It's a sign of... As an event happening on June seventh, and they'll be talking about iOS, whatever, and macOS, whatever, and it'll okay. be boring. We'll Look, see. I bought stuff this week. I bought stuff this week. Um, yeah, let's let's get into this. This is fun, right? So this is a, an Elgato light strip. 
Yeah. Um, this, this is, uh, you know, you get light strips, right? You, no, come on. Look, the LED light strips you get, right? That you can wrap around your desk or wrap around wherever. Um, Stop this it. is Elgato. This isn't, this isn't some garbage that you get, you know, for two ninety nine from the shop that starts with A, right? I mean, this is, this is a name, right? And it's, you can connect it to smart devices. I've got the stream deck. You can hook it up to that. I haven't opened it yet. Um, but I'm excited by it. Should I be? I don't know. Well, um, you, no, you shouldn't, obviously, by nope. this reaction. No. <laughs> but the one thing that I did buy this week, which I've got to say, um, Boring. I regret instantly. And thankfully, they've, they've, the packaging is so well done because the packaging allows me to put it right back in and send it back to the company. Uh, Logitech <laughs> Keys to Go. Yes, go back is where you're going. Go back. These are terrible. This is the worst keyboard I've ever had. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You love the keys. No, 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 no. This is keys to go, right? You're thinking of my MX keys keyboard I've talked about, yes, which I which absolutely adore. Best keyboard ever made. I love it, too. It's now currently in a filing cabinet that stopped working randomly <sighs> yeah. in the middle of a, of a recording session of mine. I remember you had that problem. And I couldn't figure out how to get it working, and I have yet to have the time to care. You got the little USB thing to stick so in? So I've plugged in a USB keyboard back into my computer. No, but you don't get the little USB thing that comes with it. Yeah, I have that. Well, plug it in. It's plugged in. It was plugged in. It was working fine. Everything worked. <laughs> here's, here's, here's my gripe, Stephen. And we talked about this before we even started recording. What are you moaning about I'm, now? I'm surrounded by... Idiots. I'm surrounded by four computers, at least. A couple iPads. I heard that, Sean. Um, and <laughs> and I have to decide. I have to decide when I come and sit down which computer is less likely to crash on me today. Mm. Or which piece Windows. of hardware is less likely to stop working oh. during what I need to get done today? Don't get and me when started. that MX Keys went, and I bought that at your your recommendation, <gasps> so my fault. And when it yeah. stopped working, I don't know what was going on. I couldn't get it working. Thankfully, I had hit record already, but I had to pull out a USB keyboard, plug it in, so that I could use a keyboard. Steven. So why on earth would I go back? I know, I must admit, the, the Bluetooth keyboard thing seems great at the time, but there is nothing quite like a wired keyboard because it just works, right? You just plug it in, away you go. The, apparently this you can plug in. I think you can plug it straight into a computer via the USB-C port. Um, so I don't know if that's so an option. Why are you not you, keeping it? Who? You, the keys to go. Why are you not no, keeping it? No, 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 no right, so this, is, this is a different thing, right? Because keys to go oh, right. Sorry. is like their portable... Um, iPad or iPhone keyboard, right? It's very small. It's very thin. It's, it's super thin. Uh, the keys on it are awful. This is the one thing I liked about this: spill-proof, very blind-friendly. Uh, so you can yes. cover it in tea and coffee, and it'll be absolutely fine. However, the problem is the key travel is so. I mean, listen to this. Just listen to this. I mean, that's just rubbish. That's just not not satisfying enough for me. Compare that to this. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, oh. that sounds good. Oh, you I mean, can't that's just awful, isn't it? That, that does sound good. Why would you bother? It sounds like a tap-dancing duck. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. A tap-dancing <laughs> flat-footed duck that can't dance. <laughs> is is it that bad? Is is the key it's travel just that so bad? I mean, I mean, it's so narrow. It's so narrow. And, you know, the, the keys, they're, really? they're so narrow to the right. point that you don't even know you're pressing them. Um, and I... See, I uh, have the problem uh, that I'm a rather large gentleman, and uh, my stomach is often used as a table in most occasions when I'm lying on my sofa of an evening. And, That's and this, convenience. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, it's, it's, it's a useful thing. And I've, I spent a lot of money building up this uh, stomach, by the way, so I'm not getting rid of it that quickly, despite my wife's best efforts. Um, but no, when I put my keyboard on top, I want to get some key travel there because this thing's bouncing about all over the place. 
And um <laughs> and Hello ladies. Doesn't your stomach compensate for the key travel? A little bit, a little bit, because there's a bit more kind of movement. Not not a huge amount of bounce, I have to say. Uh, not anymore. But, um, yeah, I just I don't like this keyboard. It's terrible. On on my recommendation, this is not a lying on sofa stomach keyboard, right? I'm just saying... Can I interject a small note here for Andy Frank, who's listening to this right now, I'm sure, going, why do we pay these people? <laughs> um, he asks that question This is not regularly. a good indication, Andy. Um I have no part in this. Stephen wrote this show. I, I'm just going to stop talking now. Are you, are you just, are you just backing out of this now? Are you? <laughs> Is it too late? He's just like, I don't want to know. Um, Is it too late? But no, I mean, listen, as a keyboard, this is this is terrible. Um, there's my review. I don't like Considering it. Considering it is a keyboard, I mean, as what else could it be? As a mouse, as a it's spaceship. pretty bad, too. This is the worst VR headset he's ever used. This is, this is the best tray to hold coffee I've ever had. Because um, it's he got a rubber silicone back. coffee cup in this. Yeah, I've got, I've got my coffee cup and um, my silicone. It's lovely, yeah. But, you know, that's about Stephen, all Stephen, before we, before we take a break here, it says something about Apple Magic Trackpad. I'm curious <gasps> to know oh, this is why this is here. Ever. Right, so Apple Magic Trackpad, right? We all know this. You know this has been out for books. years now, right? Yeah, it's been out for years, but I've just got one, and now I'm interested. Breaking um, news. Until until I, you know, it's always one of those things. Nothing's a problem until it happens to you, right? So uh, I'm sitting here. I've got this mouse. I got the Logitech MX Master Three for Mac mouse. Catchy title, and uh, mm. it's terrible. It's just it's great, but again, I have the same problem you have, Mark. Everything's too far away. The Bluetooth doesn't work. So you know, it's just hopeless. So for that reason, I thought I'll get something else. Magic Trackpad. I love the trackpad in the Mac. I'd never use a trackpad on a PC. But I think on a MacBook, it is the best way to, to navigate around. It's brilliant with uh, voiceover because you've got all the voiceover commands you can use with the trackpad. Something which is a bit of a little-known feature, Sean. A lot of people don't use the magic trackpad options. The trackpad commander. Trackpad commander on voiceover, yep. yeah. And that allows you to do things like use the rotor in the same way you would use on the iPhone. You can do the, the twisty gesture, twisty. as I call it. <laughs> yes, to, exactly uh, right. It turns <laughs> your Mac into a... a an iPhone, basically, when it comes to voiceover gestures, well, basically, so people are yeah. used to that. So it does simplify things. Do all the swipe gestures the same ones you would use on the iPhone or iPad? Um, I'd love to know if you could hook that to an iPhone. I don't think you can. Because if I'm right in saying you can only connect a trackpad to an iPad? I have no idea. I know, I know you can only use a mouse like, on a. You can iPad. use a mouse, exactly. So I don't know if it would support hmm. Yeah. Something if you can do that on an iPhone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll give you something to do, Mark. Um, okay, look, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. I'm also going to talk about Perky Duck, which is my, uh, not the tap dancing one that this keyboard is uh, reflected of uh, that I was mentioning earlier, but no, the uh, the Perky Duck, which is a fantastic piece of free software. Free, guys, my favourite price. Uh, if you want to learn Braille, you've got to get yourself this app. And I'll also get into the questions from our listeners as well. Uh, we've been getting a few questions in. Uh, Sean will hopefully have the answers to that uh, because he's done the research. Oh. At least I hope he has. Yes. Um, um, and uh, we're going to get into the news as well. Lots to talk about. About uh, We're going to talk about Clubhouse and your Casio watch. The classic Casio watch. It's back, but this time it's smart. We'll get into all that. Miss something on today's show? Search for Double Tap Canada on the podcast platform of your choice and listen anytime. We'll be back after this.
This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now back to the show. So I'm just playing with this Apple Magic Trackpad during the break, right? And and we do. We're just we're just talking about this. The the click that you get is fake. It's a fake click. Um, it's all haptic, right? It's a, so they introduced this when they um they upgraded the MacBook Pro. I think with the Retina display is when they started introducing this. It's just a it's it's the weirdest thing because it's just a piece of glass. There's no movement whatsoever when you take this thing apart. It doesn't actually move. At all. Who takes it apart? But because when you turn it on electronically, it's giving you haptic feedback that makes it seem like it's clicking and it yeah. makes it seem like it's moving. But if you look, I mean, like, if you look, you can even hear it. Yeah, you can hear the it's click. But, and and you, you would swear that's real. But you're right. If you turn it but off. But there's no movement. There's nothing. no movement whatsoever. Like oh, if I look at it. Oh, I love that. There's this a little is, bit of give, but it's not clicking. It's just. It's all haptic. It's so cool. This is where I think Braille is going to end up. I think we're going to end up with Braille that will just magically appear under your finger. Oh, come on. You know, no. this kind of technology. No, I mean, I mean look, we're, we're getting close to it. I think that click is real. To it. it just feels like <laughs> a click. We That's not close to feeling Braille. Stop it. <laughs> okay, well, it's, look, it's the only way I can link into this next bit, right? So just oh, go oh, with sorry. it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, so, Perky Duck... Perky Duck is the app I wanted to mention this week. Uh, this is from the company Duxbury, who make the translation software for Braille embossers. Uh, this is, the, the best way to describe it is this is like Notepad for Braille. So when you download this app, you just type, but you use the Perkins style keys. So you would use DS and F and J, K and L as your keyboard, as your Braille, or your Braille input keys, if you like, your Perkins keys. And uh, you're able to type in Braille, straight into your computer. And then if you wanted to, you can emboss or get that embossed using your embosser if you have one. Um, now, most people who are going to use this, I think, are people who are going to be learning Braille because you get the audio feedback as well, which is brilliant. So I think this is something worth getting. It's free to download. It's available on both uh, Windows and Mac, which free. is kind of cool. I thought it was only on Windows, but it's not. It's on Mac as well. Um, and you can download it. As I say, it's just like one notepad, but if you're learning Braille or you just want to get into Braille and just try stuff out, it's a great app to use. And if you've got one of those uh, courses, you get various courses from the RNIB in the UK. There's the fingerprint course. There's the Hadley Institute has uh, courses as well. If you've got those course materials and you want to learn Braille uh, and you don't happen to have a Perkins Braille lying around, which you would need in order to complete the course, you can just use this instead. And then if you need to send in any materials, you can just save them on your computer and email them off. Email Braille! How cool is that? Like so, living yeah, in the future. There you well, it's got... like living in the future. <laughs> there is an equivalent. There's an add-on called um, NVDA PC Braille Keyboard, which does the same thing. So, um, yeah, there's a choice out there. And plus, with the NVDA add-on, uh, you can use that in anything. So you could use it in Word, for example, or anything. So chat that one out as okay, well. Okay, right. Thank you. Mine's yeah. better than yours. <laughs> well, I mean, look, there's lots of ways to do it now. Uh, because you've got the... You obviously, you, you, you've got Braille study mode in JAWS as well. I don't think oh, Narrator no. has anything around that at the moment. I don't no. think so. I know it has options for Braille displays. So you can connect your Braille display. You can use it, as do all the screen readers. But... Um, yeah, this is great. This is this, this does allows people to learn Braille because I think this has been for me. This has been the missing piece all along. There's all these options for Braille, but there's no way to learn it. 
uh, and certainly not at home, um, unless you can get your hands on these physical courses, which require physical books and materials. And at some point in this office, it's going to be covered in these books. Um, look forward to um, upcoming episodes of Double Tap TV, where it'll look as if I've moved into a library all of a sudden, um, because in my background, there's just going to be endless Braille books. Yeah. But that's what you need in order to learn, right? So yeah. anyway, just wanted to mention it, Perky Duck. Um, not entirely sure if that's one word or two, to be honest. Um, but I did it. I did a Google search as uh, two words, and it came up. So f- just check. It's from the company Duxbury, D-U-X-B-U-R-Y, and uh, you will be set for life. Um, okay. <laughs> we got a question in from one of our listeners, Mark, um, from Luke in Montreal, I think. Oh, uh, you expect me to read that now, right? Well, you know, it'd be helpful. I love, I love how ready we are. I just love Bonjour les garçons. Is there a way I can pair up my iPhone with all my speakers at once? No. I can only find a way to do it one at a time. Would love to hear my ball games throughout the entire house. Thank you for the reply and keep up the good work. Luke in Montreal. Just turn up one speaker and open all the doors. Is that not the easiest answer? <laughs> that is not the easiest answer, Stephen. Well, it, it would depend on what speakers we're talking about. Because if we're talking about the Amazon Echo smart speakers, then I would say no, there isn't. Because There is. What are you talking about? No, wait, wait, wait. If he wants to Bluetooth from his phone to the entire oh, speakers, Bluetooth, yeah. then no. Because you can have speaker groups, uh, but they use Bluetooth to talk to each other and send the audio to each other. So you could ask your Echo Wi-Fi. to... Wi-Fi. No, 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 they use Bluetooth. Um, yes, they do. do so they? Yes. Um, we should really prepare for this show ahead of time so we get our answers <laughs> straight, you know? Well, hang on a minute. I thought they connected via Wi-Fi. Not to each other. Not when they're doing uh, multi-room. No, they don't. It is Bluetooth. Okay. Let's go with his that's, answer. That's the reason. Going, okay, it sounds, sounds pretty authoritative. It does sound pretty decent. Yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah. I think it's re- absolute nonsense, but yeah, <laughs> let's go with it. That's the reason you can't Bluetooth to one of your Echoes and then share that to speaker groups because uh, there's no spare Bluetooth bandwidth, if you like. So, no, the only way you could do that is asking the your actual smart speaker itself to play the ball game. And then, of course, you could have an everywhere speaker group which would play that ball game on the entire every mm. speaker in the house, but you cannot yeah. do it from your phone. Now that's if you, your speakers are Amazon Echoes. Now I, I, I think it is the same for uh, the Google smart speakers as well, but I'm not sure about Sonos. There may be a way to do it through Sonos because Sonos does use Wi-Fi to create speaker groups. Well, Sonos. The way Sonos works is it's similar to the other speakers as well, as where you're you're using the Sonos app, which controls what the speakers are playing, either in groups or individually. So mm-hmm. if you have multiple, it'll be the same thing, but it has to originate from the Sonos app, which really plays it directly onto the speakers. So um, next time, we'll, Luke will uh, we'll research this a bit more and try to get information that is 100% accurate versus 72% that Sean is providing right now. I I blame Luke for this because we need to know what speakers we're dealing with here. We could research this day and night. We could say, you know, I've researched everything there is to know about Amazon Echoes and he comes back and says, oh, I've got Sonos. It's almost like we should have responded to him and asked that question before we brought it up on the show If only there was a way we could go back in time and do this again properly. And if I, uh, I could see that about my whole life. <laughs> get back in touch, Luke. Luke. Let us know what speakers yeah, let, you're let talking us know what speakers. about. Yeah, let us know what you're using. Did he leave because... a phone number or something? We can call him now. Do we call him live on air? Go on, then. Go on, Mark. Yeah, let's let, or can we email him live on air? Because that's probably less exciting. Yeah, yeah email him live on air. Use that yeah, keyboard. Yeah, that's going to be re- so really good sound. Do you want to use my really good keyboard? Hang on. Yeah. 
Oh, Hang yeah. on. Delete, just delete that. There we are. Right, OK. Um, the answer is no. <laughs> there you go. No to what? <laughs> right, OK. The answer's no. Sorry, Luke. Forget it. Um, OK, let's get into the news. Lots to talk about. Uh, Clubhouse uh, have teamed up with Stripe so that uh, we can we can make money, guys. We could be we could make cash Is that out likely? of this gig. <laughs> it's not well. Granted, yeah, there yeah. maybe a few question marks around that, but um, no, we we could make cold hard cash out of people wanting to listen to our drivel. Yes. Um, okay. How? Oh. <laughs> Tell me by, how, I'm by the information in this article, um, which <laughs> so basically, wow. yeah, look, basically, basically, they have teamed up with this company Stripe. I assume a payment service. You can pay a creator, you know, five dollars, ten dollars. I think it's kind of seen more as a bit of a tip jar rather than paying people for content. I think if you enjoy their content, you can go and tip them. Um, I, I don't, how do you feel about this, Mark? I'm, is this is, we, we knew yeah, that Clubhouse would probably like go down whole... this route at some point. This is kind of like Patreon um, yeah. for YouTubers well, and sort of. people contributing or at least tipping people or, or paying for content. As you said, it's more of a tip system here, so you're not you're getting not anything out of it. Well, no. that's exactly You're not getting exclusives out of this. So I find it interesting. I'm curious to see. I mean, it's a nice integration for Clubhouse, and you can go to any creator and send them money if you want to. But I think that uh, at the end of the day, it's only going to go so far. People need to provide something as a bonus. I think that's what's fun about exclusive content you know when it's an interview for example you know we record interviews for our tv show and for this show we record sometimes 30 minutes but we only air 15 yeah. maybe the rest of that can be exclusive stuff available you know to people who want to pay for that kind of content um so so i'm kind of up in the air about it i'm not big on on selling extra content i like i like the whole broadcast model where you're giving stuff for free but where, where I, just, I don't know. How are Clubhouse going to make money off this? This is strange. They're not. Because their, their goal is not to make money off it. There's probably a back a backdoor deal. You think? There's probably some kind of little kickback they get from Stripe for anybody who who makes a payment through it. Because Stripe on its own, I think it's um it's per transaction. I think it's like ten cent or thirty cents, and then it's two point nine percent of the total amount that you're. Uh, you're, you're paying. That's how they make their money. So maybe they negotiated a little bit better rates for Clubhouse, and Clubhouse gets a kickback out of it. It worries me a little well, bit. I'll be honest. Cause is it, I mean, does this open up the possibility of Clubhouse becoming a you know like a spam scam area? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, I, I, think I mean, it, yeah. It's, it's, mm, I don't know. I, I don't if there's so. any way to make cash, then you know everyone's always on it. And if they open up this payment system. And particularly the way they've done this, because it isn't a case of, you know, you, you pay to subscribe to a club or something. It's just a case of go to so-and-so's profile and click on the make payment button. I don't know. I can mm. see this being abused. But then again, I suppose you could say that for any, you know, social media. No, but you've, you've got system. to make the payment, right? It's not a case. And it's not like they could say to you, well, you know, I'm not going to give you the answer to the question. What is the answer to life You know, itself? Unless you tip me ten dollars now, because um, then well, you can just say, "Well, I'm not going to give you the ten dollars, and you don't have to give me the answer, right?" I mean, it's it's just a tip jar. You can I mean, put the money in, or you don't. Yes, but I, what I'm saying is, I I don't want Clubhouse to turn into, you know, like my landline now is useless. My telephone landline is useless because every call I get is your computer's got a virus, um, blah blah blah. You're wanted by the has. police. Yeah, you should really check. And you, are. you should call them back. <laughs> 
<laughs> these what, are I'm, genuine calls, Sean. This you're ignoring these. This, yes, I am. Um, these. I'm just saying that Clubhouse now could get swamped by people trying to make a quick buck and being unscrupulous. I'm going to say it. Unscrupulous. Look, uh, no, no, no. Hang on. I, I'll tell you this. Um, There's a way to test this. Every you know, right? hmm. every podcast on earth seems to start off with 10 to 15 minutes of drivel. And, you know, I'll exclude Hello. this one out of that for a second. Um, but You've 10 to 15, episode, right? <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes of drivel of someone going on about, you know, oh, and don't forget you can get me on Patreon, and don't forget you can tip me over here, and you can stick money in this bag and stick money in that box, and there's a suitcase so lying behind that enough. if you want to shove a few quid in there. And it's like, oh, come on, just get on with it. And I feel that irritates me more than anything else. That's the worst thing that can happen here. Rubbish. It's just you're just going to get an endless advert you know, saying, you know what? "Well, if let's, you just give me money, let's make this easy. Uh, go to Clubhouse, find Stephen Scott's profile, and just start sending him money, guys. And and we'll see what comes of it. Suddenly, I'll love it. It's the greatest <laughs> idea ever. I'm all for it. I'm a guinea. Give us more of that. <laughs> um, what about Casio? I don't know if you heard the news this week. I know no. you're into your smartwatches, Mark. You've got 8,000 watches. Um, a couple. A <laughs> couple of thousand, okay. Uh, what about this one from Casio? They've brought out the first G-Shock smartwatch. I don't think this is the... This isn't the old classic Casio, but it has a similarity in that it does have that grayscale screen. Very similar to the Mobvoi one we talked about on the on the Double Tap TV show. Um, where we talk about smartwatches, where it has the, the sort of dual screen. It has a, a regular smartwatch screen, but then it also has this grayscale layer on top. Like the LCD layer on top yeah, that yeah. gives you longer battery life and gives you access to the smart features if you want them, but also gives you that, that long battery life. It's it's copying basically the tick watch, you know? So um, yeah, the, the, right. the, the concept is not new. Um, the price, though, is not cheap. It's We're talking about 700 US, 600 pounds in the UK. Uh, no Canadian price as of yet, but that's a lot of money. That's more than an Apple Watch, guys. Yeah, but why? I mean, why? Is, is that pure? Is this going to be a limited run? Is this a bit like when they brought back the Nokia 3310? Or, you know, because they're using the same name, aren't they? The G Shock, which is what it used to be called back in the 80s or whatever. No, they still they still have that G Shock oh, brand right. around. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I honestly don't know why. I mean, probably because it's a bit more rugged. Um, I, I don't get it, to be perfectly honest. You're okay. not buying this, then? <laughs> me? No. God, no. But if it'll send me And we definitely it. are not, because it's not going to no, be No, I have no interest in this. I mean, I get the mob for you, and, you know, it went straight back in the box after the show. Um, you know, I mean, its battery life is brilliant, because I've never turned it on. Uh, that's my review of it. I mean, it's, it, and it's not that, I, again, I just it's not that I don't like Android Wear. I just... I do have issues with the accessibility of it. It's nothing like, an, a, and I know that I always oh. get criticised for this because here we go again, Android versus Apple. But look on the phone front. On on the phone front, I think there, there there's a lot of similarities now. They are very similar, and that's all good. Um, I wouldn't say we should pitch them against each other. On the smartwatch side, there is a gulf of difference at the moment. The capability is just not there. So from an accessibility point of view, I would not recommend it. I know other people do. I'm not a fan. If you're one um, of the people yet. who do recommend it, then get in touch. Send us an email. Yeah, well, yeah, get in touch. You can call us. You can leave hate on one eight four four nine seven one one nine nine nine, or you can email feedback at ami.ca. That is our uh, uh, email address. Uh, Yahoo Answers will be shut down on May fourth. Are we sad Aww. about this? No. Damn. Is Yahoo still going? I, I yeah, I must admit, is is Hotmail still a thing? 
Oh, get out of town. That's totally different. Hotmail's still it's the place to be. But yeah, you still you've still got a Hotmail account, don't you? Well, no, I mean, it's all changed to Outlook.com now, isn't it? But Hotmail is still behind it. It's, you know, that's Microsoft. That's cool. Yahoo is, is. I mean, everything they try, it always seems to just fall over and die. I don't know how they're still limping along. It's it's ridiculous. How much money have they got? A lot, I would seem. <laughs> and you know what, actually? It, it is a shame. Any, any forum that dies away, because Yahoo Answers has been around a long time. I mean, it's obviously not being used very much anymore. But... You know, any forum like that, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a database of knowledge that we're going to lose. It's sad. Stop making fun. Okay. Um, I, I want to quickly mention Android I 12 loop, loop because... <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to quickly mention Android 12 because uh, there's a new accessibility feature that's coming. Uh, it's been seen in the beta. And, you know, oftentimes the, the, the accessibility features don't tend to, to show up at all until the, the software arrives and a lot of blind people or visually impaired people get a hold of it or, or disabled people more widely get a hold of the, the hardware and, and play around with this, in this case, the software here. Um, but this uh, magnification feature has come out apparently because it's finally, as they're saying, the uh, level of magnification is much better. It does certain things which make the magnifier the way it should be. So if you've never used magnification on a phone, uh, especially on an iPhone, or I think you can change this now with iPhone, you, um, you're basically zooming into the entire screen, right? So the whole screen is being magnified. So if you were looking at a picture or a tweet or something, you can zoom right into that picture, but it takes up the whole screen. What Android 12 is letting you do is pinpoint into specific areas. So it's giving you a little floating square that you can use almost like you're holding a magnifier over your phone. Uh, this is something which was not in Android uh, for a long time and now will be in Android 12. I think that's a pretty nice little feature. You, of course, still have the option to go back to full screen magnification if you want to do that, but you can go between both, which is uh, the key. You can change the size of that floating square. Um, this is something which you can do on iPhone. You certainly can do it on the, the Mac, which I think is brilliant. Uh, and you can do it on, I think you can do that on Windows Magnifier as well, can't you, Sean? You can. Yeah, that's right. Um, you, it's funny. It's almost like we're going back because for the longest time, there was either you know a part of the screen, the top or the bottom, uh, so let's say quarter would be magnified and the rest of the screen would be uh, It's like normal. a bar, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And then there was the um, magnifying lens, so it would follow your mouse around on Windows. But there was a big move to, you know what, let's just do it full screen. It makes more sense. But actually, I think with a magnifying glass sort of um, simulation, I think pe more people would use that because lots of people, you know, will want to... Some of those screens are tiny as well. So I think lots of people yeah. would find that useful. So, yeah, it does make sense. i got to admit, I haven't used magnification on a smartphone for the longest time because the screen just isn't big enough and I find it all too fiddly. But, um, yeah, I think actually this is something... It, it, it's one of those accessibility features which sort of goes into the mainstream and I think lots of people would use. So, yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, magnification is one of those things. I know in, in uh, photography, Mark, magnification, um, Zoom, I think the accessibility feature on the Mac is used a lot by photographers uh, because, again, it just gives the ability to just get right into those pixels or see what's going on. Yeah, and especially you're when you're editing and you're trying yeah. to tweak pictures and make them look better. They use that a lot. I mean, that's what's great about that. Even though it's an accessibility feature, it's used by a lot of different people. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, we're going to talk a bit later about a new feature from Amazon Echo, which I have to say um, is a bit frightening. Uh, 
the new Echo Show 10 offers the ability to follow you around the room, and now your <laughs> iPhone can do the same. I, I have a theory about this, right? I have a theory here. So the Echo Show 10 has a rotating screen. Well, the whole body of the thing rotates. The whole, yeah, the whole thing yeah, rotates. The whole thing it's rotates. kind of creepy. Yeah. So as you're sort of walking around, it will just follow you. The screen will just turn and move. Um, and the idea is that if you're in the kitchen, say, and you are moving around the room uh, and you're on a video call, you know, the device will just follow you around as you move, which is which sounds pretty cool. Uh, but you can now do this with your iPhone. There's a new feature uh, coming from uh, it's a hardware, actually, from Belkin. Uh, they're developing this thing where, uh, same idea, you can do face tracking. And a number of apps are supporting it, although you were saying, Sean, that not a lot of apps are supporting the iPhone option off the off the bat, it's Belkin's no, own software, isn't it? Nothing supports it. FaceTime doesn't support it. <laughs> Zoom doesn't support it. Skype doesn't. Nothing. The only thing where it actually it, it, it will follow you around is when you use Belkin's own video recording app. So, yeah, I'm not sure how useful it is. But actually, it sounds cool. But Apple's not going to let other people do that. We'll have to wait until Apple make it. Do I like this idea? I, I see a lot uh, of blind people saying uh, they're not keen on it. No, it's great. I mean, it's good if you're like you know if you if you're moving around an area if you're in a kitchen. I mean, this is why the Echo Show. Um, I like the feature because if you're cooking and you're moving from counter to counter, you're grabbing stuff and you're trying to follow a recipe or you're trying to watch a video, it's kind of handy. So how does that work? Does it? Does it? See, I just thought it would. It just tracks you. It, it follows your voice your and voice? It knows who the first person. Well, it, when you when you invoke it, um, it immediately. You know, Ooh, knows who's scary. asking that question. It kind of pinpoints where that voice is coming so from. Yeah, and you would, and uh, you would say, you. you would say, "Follow me." You know, you can actually ask it to follow you, and it will start following you around the room. Um, so it's and not the great thing is, you can turn a, that off. It's not just when you're in a video call, then. So it could be when you're watching That's right. a video, for example. You could. Walk. It doesn't even have to be watching. You could set a timer, yeah. and it'll 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 swing around to oh, whoever cool. you know summoned it. Yeah. But th so this one from Belkin, what they've done here is they're using this new MagSafe connector. They're building a whole pile of stuff. I mean, the amount of stuff I can see, my my boxes from Amazon are going to start piling <laughs> up again, guys, because um, there is so much stuff coming out for the MagSafe. I mean, I got the new. I think I mentioned this a while back. I got the three-in-one um, stand for the. It's got the AirPods. It's got the wireless charger for the AirPods Pro or AirPods. Uh, you've got the little um, magnetic uh, charger for the Apple Watch, and you've got the MagSafe connector for the iPhone, so it's three-in-one. Um, that's pretty cool, but they've gone further than that, and they're bringing all these other uh, different devices, like wallets and cases as well. Um, I think there's even, like, batteries coming soon, um, so you can have a, a, a magnetic battery on the back. I think Anchor are building those. I think Belkin are doing some as well. Uh, but yeah, this this new one is going to have a stand, which when you you have to use a custom designed app from Belkin, as you were saying, uh, Sean, which is a bit annoying. Uh, but yes. that will allow your iPhone to recognise your face and swivel around, so it makes sure that your uh, handset is always iPhone, facing you. iPhone 12 only, though, I hear. Is that because of the well, MagSafe, isn't it? Yes. Yes, that's right. It has to have MagSafe on it. So, yeah, iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro, and the Max range and all that. Uh, so, yeah, it has to be iPhone 12. But, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it just looks like a, a regular stand. It actually looks a little bit like, you see a lot of these now where you get these stands for cameras that do this. A lot, of, a lot of different types for taking videos. So, if you're making a video, you want, you know, people want to be dancing around the room while they're doing their TikTok video. And they want the camera to follow them. 
I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I've got no idea what that even means. But people apparently do it. it. Yeah, I, I almost got away with that one, didn't I? Uh, stick around. We're going to talk about our Twitter poll. Um, we were talking about Clubhouse earlier. We're going to go back to that because uh, we've been talking about the whole issue last week of audio-only social media. Is it the future of web content? We'll find out as we continue with Double Tap Canada. Next! Miss something on today's show? Search for Double Tap Canada on the podcast platform of your choice and listen anytime. We'll be back after this. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. You, know, you can always measure the success of our show uh, in any given week when Mark says at the uh, the break point, is it over yet? Is it over yet? Unbelievable. Is it over yet? I'm having a day, guys, okay? I apologize in advance. How much it's... Pepto-Bismol have you drunk today? Um, I've had uh, one dose um, after being up several times during the night. Um, I blame the Krispy Kreme donuts that my mother brought over a couple of days ago. A couple of days well, ago. A couple of days ago, right. So <laughs> when did you eat them? Last night? Uh, over the past couple of days. Okay. Oh, it was a crate of donuts then, obviously. You Homer Simpson It was Simpsons a dozen. A dozen, right. And there's four people that live in the house. And How many did you eat? Three of us eat the that, donuts. That's not the answer. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Eat? I have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh poor Mark, poor Mark. Um, right, look, let's uh, talk about last week's Twitter poll. Um, Andy puts these Twitter polls up, and pe- lots of people respond, and then we generally ignore them on the show, <laughs> which is shocking, frankly. Um, so let's get into this. Um, the question was after the success of Clubhouse and with Twitter Spaces not too far behind, audio-only social media is uh, no longer a niche. It is mainstream, but is it the future of web content? Is that the future? Is audio the uh, future? Well, you think the answer would be either a resounding yes or a resounding no, right? That's what I'd have thought. Yeah. But no! <laughs> <laughs> wow, drama. There's a shock for you. Um Yes, fifty six percent. No, forty four percent. That is amazing. Right down me. the middle. Yeah. How? What? Yeah. What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Audio only. The way to go. That's what I'm saying. Boo. Thank you. Okay. Fine. Um, we got some <laughs> comments in on this one, Mark. Didn't we? <sighs> Lots of sorry, comments. Mark. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm doing other things, guys. This is important business. Oh, I'm very sorry. sorry there's a show going on. We're only making radio gold Jocelyn here. Jocelyn Douglas, uh, it would be interesting to have more audio web content, but, but worry that making uh, by making exclusively audio content, we will exclude those who are deaf or have hearing trouble, which is not acceptable to me. Good point. That's an excellent Fair point. point. Yeah. Um, uh, AMITV's Karen McGee says, I attended my first Clubhouse event on Tuesday. I really enjoyed it. Well, that doesn't answer the question, but okay, thank you, Karen. Um, yeah, interesting. No, it's a good point, okay. but, you know... The in the what we talked about last week, where the example was someone trying to get their content where they don't need the screen, and they were talking about Netflix and audio description, you know, so it doesn't have to be exclusively audio, but audio as an alternative way to consume the content. So, yeah, and and the the hard of hearing thing is a valid uh, valid point, but you know, again. We're looking into that live captioning. Uh, that seems to be coming across a lot more. I see that TikTok yeah, have just added live yeah. captioning to their service as well. So, you know, that could be the answer. 
See, here's my issue, right? And I, I, I get where deaf people come from in this because I was thinking about this argument this week about captioning, live captioning, making it more available and all of that stuff. And I was thinking about it from my own point of view and trying to kind of come up with something, a way that I would be able to relay this story in my own, from my own perspective. And I thought about audio description. So there's two sides to the audio description story, availability mm -hmm. and the quality of the audio description. So yes, great, audio description, available. But the describer was terrible and the film just was ruined for me. You know, London has fallen. I've told Mark this story umpteen times. You know, London has fallen. The bridge is going to explode. <laughs> and then three seconds later, the bridge explodes <laughs> with just no enthusiasm at all, right? It just destroyed that moment for me. And I think, you know, that's the issue we have when it comes to, uh, I guess, captioning will be exactly the same, which is that, you know, the captioning is there, but what if all the words are wrong, right? I mean, that's just no use yeah. to anybody. Yeah. It, the, the technology so that's, that's may the reality not, of it. it may not be quite ready for prime time is that, i mean but is that better mm. than nothing i mean can you make sense of it and is that good enough i, I don't know but it is very tricky no. you know you've got taking accents and background noise yeah it is difficult yeah well there you go um, <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> uncomfortable silence brought yeah. to you by <laughs> Weird. I'm adding that's description right, to our show here in the in the in the, in the right. nice, yeah. Because we've got Stephen and Mark here, so you, yeah, and Sean stare at each other aimlessly wondering where to go next. <laughs> that's pretty much been since the beginning of our experience together, which was what, ten years ago, Sean? Sean yes. cackles um, laughing back in his chair. <laughs> Stephen stares in wonder, wondering how much longer we have to deal with this. I'm thinking, how long I just got a message from Mark saying five minutes and I've really no idea where we're gonna go with this, but yeah, okay. Um but no, look, I think I think it's good, and I think if we can get more audio platforms, the better. If we can include more uh, people with disabilities more generally, of course, that's what Stephen we want. Stephen kills time in order um, to figure out what to talk about for the next four minutes. Exactly. I have got something I wanted to say, actually, because remember last week I was talking about Calls? Yes. Uh, this is the new Apple TV Plus thriller, I guess you would call it. Uh, but it's it's all essentially driven by audio. There are visuals, but it's really driven by audio. And I was saying last week, I wonder if this is the beginning or whether it's just a one-off. Then I get an email from Apple. I mean, not not just to me. I think they sent it to a lot of people. Um, and it's just promoting... It said you're Stephen. I mean, it could a, be for yeah. every Stephen yeah, It could, could be to me. Or, yeah, exactly. only, they only sent it to someone called Stephen. Exclusive. Uh, and I just happened to be lucky that day. Um, but yes, this uh, this new feature they have, or this new thing, is a new original podcast. It's called The Line. Original podcast. Is that the first original podcast that Apple have done? Because I don't think I've ever heard them no, do Apple original podcasts be. before. Stephen yeah. makes it seem like he's wondering. <laughs> exactly, I'm pondering. Can we turn I'm off thinking. the audio description, please? I don't like it anymore. <laughs> no. Audio description remember, is off. Remember what I said about quality. Um, but yeah, I think this is probably the first time that I've ever Show heard of Apple abruptly. doing this. <laughs> yeah. Calls would be great as a, as we said at the time, it would be a great as an original podcast as well. So maybe this is something. Well, this maybe apparently we will see is, the line in, as a video. Well, this is apparently in partnership with a new TV show. So I'm not entirely ah, sure if there's a TV ooh, show that, that. No, I don't like that. You know, sometimes you get these partner shows, like I think Breaking Bad had one called Talking Bad or something. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of idea. I don't know if it's like that or whether it is intended to be. Um, that you can watch it and you can also listen to it at the same time on podcast. The difference, of course, there is that they're not charging for podcasts. It's not part of some subscription service yeah. yet. Yet. Yeah, yet. That's the thing. That's the next well, thing, isn't it? Is it well, available we're now? we're hearing that. Is, is it available now? Yes. 
It's available now oh, right. on all so we'll the podcasting we'll, players near you. We'll, we'll find out next week then. We'll see. We'll I'm come not back to this. To. It's about World War Two or something. It's boring, probably. Oh well, great. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I didn't say I'm I was on that bombshell. It. I didn't say I was selling it. I just said it's there. You might, you might love it. I, you know, whatever. I've got a light strip to play with, guys. I've got, I've got a busy week ahead of me here. I've got to figure out how to well, get this thing work. He's got a trackpad to fondle. I've got to, I've got to <laughs> click this button for the next three days, working out, working out how that operates. But click, he, click, here's click, the thing click. with the, here's the thing with the light strip. That I don't understand, right? Um, I learned this the hard way. The reason I've bought this light strip is because the previous one I had, I learned that if you pull the power bit at the end really hard, it breaks. Yeah, I find that. Yeah, you're right. And, if it, and, and it's not easy to fix. So for that Steven reason, you have to smash. buy a whole new one. So that's kind of what I did. Which light strip is this? This is not the Philips Hue one, is it? No, so I bought one of those little cheapy ones, which went yeah, around the back of my desk. This is what I found over time, is that sometimes when you buy the cheapy ones, you end up getting what you pay for. Well, so I did nothing. Yeah, so that's why I've bought in the places that I want reliable light strips. I went for the Philips Hue. They just, just they just oh, do it well. I think they are the best, aren't they? Yeah, they just do it. They do it better than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, look, we're either out of time. If we're not, we're, we're out of time anyway. I've made that decision. One eight four four nine seven one one nine 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 is our number. If you want to leave us a voicemail, please do. And uh, you can email us feedback at ami dot ca. And uh, if you email us in, we will endeavour to answer your questions. I'm not saying uh, that you will be satisfied with the answer, but we will certainly attempt to, uh, to definitely try and answer your question. Uh, and if not, your money back it. is guaranteed. However, I will say, uh, just a quick note on that, uh, the money back offer is currently unavailable. So uh, just so you're oh. aware. Unavailable in your area. It's unavailable in yes. all areas that start with um, E in your planet name. Um, so there we go. one 971 or email oh feedback at ami.ca. Is it over yet? The answer is yes. Goodbye. Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.